0: Hello! Welcome back. Well, it's cold. It's really, really cold. It's fascinating to me how, like, the same degrees in spring and autumn or fall have different approach on us. Actually, we have different approach to them. Like, when it's 20 degrees Celsius in spring, we are all outside in, like, t-shirts, spaghetti straps. I mean, I'm not going out in spaghetti straps but girls are and (laughs) and now in fall when it's 20 degrees everyone is in their jackets and their sweaters and it's just different different feeling you know today when I'm recording this it's it's um, Thursday the September 30th and it's international podcasting day yay I haven't I didn't even know that was a thing until yesterday and I am sick again um i don't cough anymore but um from yesterday i've been feeling really nauseous this morning i i was feeling well until i ate my breakfast and i'm i'm nauseous right now and you definitely know that i'm that i am paranoid about my health I have panic attacks, and um, I've been shaking (laughs) since yesterday, Um, so yeah, um, throughout the episode I may experience another panic attack. (sighs) So right now um, I can't breathe and I'm nauseous. (laughs) My dog is fine, let's update you on that story. His testicles um, got to normal size after we stopped antibiotics. And his bladder is doing fine, so we are now giving giving him probiotics because now he farts. <laughs> because you know how antibiotics kill every bacteria, good and bad, from your body. And now his his system is completely clean. And now he needs probiotics to engage his, his insides to work regularly. So he's been on probiotics for two days. And he still farts. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's really fun. Um, so yeah, I don't have any more updates for you. It was quick. Like I'm sick, and he farts. Let's get to the story. <laughs> Actually, this morning I got a little bit upset because uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I even want to talk about this on a podcast. But on Twitter, number one trending, like trending word in the United States, it's pregnant. And that's because some article said, should pregnant people get vaccinated? And everyone jumped and screamed and shouted like, only women can get pregnant. People, is this really a problem in 21st century? Like stop being disrespectful towards other people. But only women can get pregnant, shut the fuck up. They're trans people. Who can still get pregnant, and I don't give a fuck if you think that transgender men are still women. You can go and talk to your mother like that, or keep your opinion for yourself. Stop being disrespectful towards people. And then I saw some—I don't know—I don't know who the fuck she is, but she's verified um, on Twitter. Uh, Samarita, let me just jump over here really quickly and also people are not jumping on this trend because they're saying that you should get vaccine vaccinated against covid while being um pregnant which is which is the real um the real point of that that article they are jumping because they said people and not women rita panahi some indian girl She's verified, I never heard of her, sorry, but, um, if that's disrespectful towards her, but I really didn't, I really haven't uh, heard of her. But she said, like, pregnant women, women get pregnant, that isn't hard. And I just answered her, like, I don't understand how you as a part of a group that fights problems like racism and sexism on everyday basis choose to participate in similar things such as transphobia. And this is the point. Like people, we all have some problems fighting in our lives. LGBT people fight homophobia. Women fight sexism and gender issues. Men who claim that they have the right to everything and women don't. And black and Indian people and Asian people are fighting racism because someone apparently thinks they don't deserve to live or to have rights basic human rights because because their skin is darker than the others and then you have this bitch who gets racism and sexism on a daily basis probably because she's verified and she's successful in her career so you must know that she had a lot of those things said into her into her face on her life path and that she chooses after she fought all all of that to just stand there and be transphobic and don't say to me like now she's not transphobic she just no this is transphobia limiting other people to have lives they want to have is a problem okay why first of all why do you feel attacked because they said people and not women why do women get i'm not a woman i don't know Maybe it's something in their head this Plays differently than in mine But why the fuck do you trigger When someone says Pregnant men Pregnant transgender man"? What comes to your brain That you have That you get so angry You have to say Oh my god How could they say that Only women can get pregnant Like Just shut the fuck up I could talk about this a whole episode about this but i don't want to because your my audience is not here to listen to me saying something that you should already know it's just fucking disrespectful fucking disrespectful so okay let's get to the main programming hey there are you enjoying the episode so far well you can listen completely ad-free episode over on patreon You will also get bonus episodes that are non-related to true crime, such as the one about my 121-year-old haunted house, thank you messages, special mentions in the episodes, digitally signed episode scripts, access to the full list of ideas for future episodes, and access to the close friends list on Instagram for everyday behind-the-scenes content. And all of that and more for only $5 a month. Visit patreon.com freakedoutpodcast and subscribe. Again, visit patreon.com slash freakedoutpodcast and subscribe to exclusive content for only $5 a month. Thank you. Today, we are talking about the worst people of them all. And yeah, just prepare to have your day ruined. <laughs> yeah, because this story is gonna leave you gasping for air for for several days. Um, so, yeah, today we are talking about the Fritzel family. Joseph Fritzel and his daughter Elizabeth Fritzel and he, their mother, um, her mother, and his wife Rosemary Fritzel. Have you heard about this story? A lot of people do, did. And apparently, my favorite podcast, and that's why we drink, had uh, covered this story, but I had, had no idea until I finished the writing of the script. So, um, then I went and listened. It was the episode 15, and that's the reason why I haven't heard of it, because um, I started listening from the episode 18, that old episode. I haven't listened from the episode 1 till the episode 18, so that's why. And Christine did a great great job, but um, I already finished, so I can't (laughs) name them as a source. My source is strictly Wikipedia. So, because Wikipedia, on some cases, have such a phenomenal um, coverage. And on some other cases, they're like, this happened. Bye. (laughs) So, yeah, Um, let's just start with the story because it's long and it's gonna, it's it's shocking. So, it's it's September 1984, and we are talking about Austria. And Rosemary Fritzl, like a random woman, named Rosemary Rosemary Fritzel comes to police and files a missing persons report on her daughter Elizabeth Fritzel and she says that her daughter was gone since the August 28 and police takes uh, that missing files report they start searching for her but they can't find anything and almost a month later her father Joseph Fritzel brings a letter to the police and that uh, letter came to their house and he brings it to police and that uh, letter is written by Elizabeth where she says that she was tired of living with uh, her family and that she was staying with a friend she was not saying which friend and she warned her parents to not look for her or she would leave the country otherwise and Joseph her father, told police that she had most likely joined a religious cult. Because apparently that's, that happens when people run away from their homes. They run away to join a religious satanic cult. I should mention that this story is 1940, uh, 1984, and that's the main time of... the prime time of satanic cults in America, and probably that story is about satanism came to all the way to, Aust- to Austria that's also the time when Jonestown was happening it was around that time so everyone knew about that so who are Joseph and Rosemary Fritzel? Joseph Fritzel was born on April 9, 1935 in Amsterdam in Austria and in 1956 at the age of 21 he marries 17 year, year old Rosemary was born on September twenty third, 1939, and they had uh, three sons and four daughters, so a lot of children, um, including Elizabeth, who was born on April 6, 1966. It's said that his mother, while he was a child, was really abusive, which resulted in him sexualizing her later. Um, okay, um, Freud would be fascinated with this story, apparently. Um, He referred to himself as an alibi child, meaning that his mother only gave birth to him to prove that she was not infertile and that she could produce children. Um, So, yeah, he was not wanted child. He was an alibi child. (laughs) In Serbian it's called alibi so it's really hard to wrap my head around that it's pronounced alibi and there is a story and there is a song by milica pavlovich who is now the main actress in the series the singer if you follow me on social media you know the series sing- singer that's inspired by yelena Marianovich's case it's not directly directly connected but it's inspired so she she has a song alibi and when i said um, this word it popped in my head. Ali 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 Alibi Sell N Stob Stobam Ya Okay, you didn't have to hear that. That was just my expression of Okay, um so yeah. He was alibi child. And he was convinced Oh no, he was not convinced. He was convicted of a rape of a co worker and he had served only twelve months in prison for that he um, uh, burst into her house and uh, raped her uh, with um, while holding the knife under her throat. And he got only 12 months for that. Um, his wife forgave him, and they got back together. So now we travel back to several several years after the daughter's the daughter disappeared, and she was described as shy and quiet. And she apparently ran away, allegedly joined a cult. So a few years after that maybe two or three years um, a baby in a basket appears on the porch of their house with a note from Elizabeth in which she begs them to raise the baby as their own since she can't do it and they apparently accepted that baby and they became foster parents official foster parents but in the following years two more babies came the same way what the hell is going on? Right? It's so weird. Um, this lady keeps sending them children to raise and they just accept them and do that without asking questions. Where the fuck you at? And why are you sending your babies? And now, as that wasn't even weird enough, we travel almost 24 years in the future. It, it, we have a lot of jumping here and there, okay? Keep following. So, we travel almost 24 years in the future since Elizabeth disappeared when her father, Joseph who is now 72 years old, brings 19-year-old girl named Kirsten to hospital who had a severe kidney failure. Now, who the fuck is Kirsten? He claimed that this girl is Elizabeth's daughter and that she sent her to their house to seek for medical help. The poor girl was in such severe condition she was put into induced coma and the doctors grew suspicious because she didn't have any track of medical record so they didn't know anything about her medical history and like where the fuck is sh- her mother so they um, made public TV announcement calling Elizabeth to come forward and bring some medical history record of her daughter and boy oh boy Elizabeth came to the hospital followed by her father after 24 years of being missing from the face of the earth. So she just casually walks into that hospital. End of the story. So where was she? Well, after she was left alone with a doctor in a room, she said that she wants to confess everything. But as long as they promise her that she doesn't meet her father again ever. Tan, tan, tan... So, now, listen closely. She said that her father started sexually abusing her at the age of 11. And remember that she is now is 42 years old. So, you're probably thinking that's the reason why she ran away from the home. Well, she also said that her father kept her locked in her house basement for 24 years. And that she gave birth to seven children, all fathered by her father, Joseph Fritzl. I'll let you take a moment to gasp. So basically, Joseph Fritzl bought this house, like this huge old house with his wife and they moved in. And shortly after moving in, Joseph started building the basement, the basement, uh, with the help of his brother. And however, his brother didn't know why was he building the basement. And the construction went on from 19, uh, 1981 to 1983. And on August 28th, 1984, he lured poor 18-year-old Elizabeth um, into the basement, who he was already sexually assaulting from s- for seven years already, and he lured her um, into the basement with the idea, with that story, that she holds do- that she helps him carry the door and holds the door for him while he attaches them to the frame. And little she knew that she was helping him finish her 24-year-old dungeon. Uh, so he dragged drug- dragged her and chained her inside. And over the course of 24 years, he came down to rape her and beat her almost every other day, at least three times a week. The basement was soundproof, so no sound came out, and her poor mother, who was searching for her, never knew anything. He even forced her to write fake letters he would then carry to the police. So Elizabeth gave birth to seven children during her captivity and one child she had twins and one child of those two twins uh, died shortly after birth and joseph um, cremated the body and that way disposed of it uh, and uh, the other three children lisa monica and alexander were removed from the cellar as infants and they lived with Fritzl and his wife, who were approved by, social, uh, by local social service authorities as their foster parents, like official foster parents. Officials said that Fritzl, uh, quote-unquote, very plausibly explained how three of his infant grandchildren had appeared on his doorstep, with a note from Elizabeth, to, where she begged them to raise them. The family received regular visits from social workers, who saw and heard nothing to arouse their suspicions. And according to Joseph Ritzel's sister-in-law, Christine, he went into the basement every morning at 9 a.m. and uh, he apparently went there to draw plans for machines which he sold to firms. And he often stayed there for the night and did not allow his wife to bring him coffee in the morning. A tenant who uh, rented a ground floor room in the house for 12 years, 12 years, um, he claimed to hear noises from the basement which uh, Fritzl said that were caused by faulty pipes or the gas heating system. And following the fourth child's birth in 1994, Joseph allowed the enlargement of the prison uh, from 35 to 55 square meters or 380 to 190 uh, to sorry to from 380 to 590 square feet, putting Elizabeth and her children to work digging out soil with their bare hands for years. So they were like can we get a larger room?" And he was like, yeah you can dig it out by yourself with your bare hands. You don't have anything smart to do basically. And the captives had a television, A radio and a video cassette player. Food could be stored in a refrigerator and cooked or heated in hot plates. And at times Fritzl would punish them by shutting off their lights or refusing to deliver food for them um, for days at a time so Joseph told Elizabeth and the two children who remained to live with her at the basement named Kirsten who was the the girl who got to hospital because of her kidney failure uh, Stefan and Felix that they would be gassed if they tried to escape investigators concluded that this was just an empty threat for to frighten the victims um, there was no gas supply at the basement. And he stated after the arrest that he told them that they would receive an electric shock and die if they m- meddled with a cellar door. So if you touch the door, you're going to die because you were going to get electrocuted. And that was apparently also a lie, just a mental manipulation to keep them away from the door. And he left those three children down with her because her mother... Um, his wife, said that she can't raise any more children, so (laughs) he basically stopped bringing them up. And basically, for the first five years while she was imprisoned, um, Elizabeth spent her time in the dungeon all alone. And after she was allowed to keep the children, she said it was a little bit easier to her. Uh, Although her father came and raped her in front of them, so the worst of the worst, human, Um, she said... She spent time teaching them to write and draw, and they watched television, and she explained them what the outside world looks like. They were getting really sick, really often, since they never seen the sun, they had major vitamin D deficiency, they had a lot of allergies because of the mold, because they were fucking living in the basement, and in the end, 19-year-old Kirsten got kidney failure, so that was the turning point, point for their lives. So, on April 19, 2008. 2008! And she was imprisoned from 1948. So, on a- April 19, uh, 2008, he agreed to seek medical attention for Kirsten, the eldest daughter, after he, she felt unconscious. And Elizabeth helped him carry Kirsten out of the chamber and she saw the outside world for the first time in 24 years. He forced her to return to the chamber where she remained for the final week. Kirsten was taken to the ambulance by a local to, uh, by an ambulance to a local hospital and she was admitted in serious condition with life-threatening kidney failure. And Joseph later arrived at the hospital claiming to have found a note written by Elizabeth. So he basically said that she sent her daughter to their house and then he transported her to hospital. Medical staff found aspects of Joseph's story puzzling and alerted the police on 21st April. On April 21st, uh, who then broadcast an appeal on public media media for the missing mother to come forward and provide additional information about Kirsten's medical history. And the police reopened the case file on Elizabeth's disappearance. Uh, Fritzl repeated his story about Elizabeth being in a cult and presented what he claimed was the most recent letter, quote-unquote, from her, dated January 2008, posted from the town of Kematen, Kematen, I guess. Um, Elizabeth pleaded with um, Joseph to be taken to the hospital. On April 26th, he released her from the cellar, along with her sons, Stefan and Felix, bringing them upstairs. And keep in mind that these children saw, like, the outside world, For the first time ever. And that girl who had kidney failure, she came out of the cellar first time in her life and she was 19 years old. He and Elizabeth went to the hospital where Kirsten was treated and following a tip-off from a doctor, he spoke previously and show, show that letter from Elizabeth, Um, The police detained them on the hospital grounds and took them to a police station for questioning. And Elizabeth didn't want to provide police with more details until they promised her that she would never have to see her father again. And over the next two hours, she told the story of her 24 years in captivity. Elizabeth told the police that Fritzl raped her and forced her to watch pornographic videos, which he made her reenact with him in front of her children... In order to hum- humiliate her. Shortly after midnight, police officers completed the investigation and Joseph Ritzel, who was 73 years old, not 22, 73 years old at the time, was arrested on April 26th on suspicion of serious crimes against family members and we make a full circle on our story. Uh, during the night, of April 27th, Elizabeth and uh, children and her mother Rosemary were taken into care. Police said Fritzl told investigators how to enter the basement chamber through a small hidden door uh, opened by a secret keyless entry code. On April 29th, it was announced that DNA evidence confirmed Joseph Fritzl as, a, as the biological father of his daughter's children. Uh, his defense lawyer, Rudolf, Rudolf Mayer, said that although the DNA the DNA test proved incest, evidence was still needed for the allegations of rape and enslavement. Like, <laughs> I, I can't even believe what I'm reading. Like, what the fuck? Like, do you really want to use the defense that she was locked up by herself there, um for 24 years, and that she raised her children and had sex with her father willingly. Like, I can't even... I can't even start to process that. So, po- Austrian police said that Fritzl had, had forced Elizabeth to write a letter the previous year in, indicating the, that he may have been planning to release her and the children to the outside world. The letter said that she wanted to come, uh, to come home, but quote-unquote, it's not possible yet. Um, police believe that he was planning to pretend to have rescued his daughter from mysteri- mysterious, evil, satanic cult. And the police spokesman said police planned to interview at least 100 people who had lived as tenants in the Fritzl apartment building for in the previous 24 years. So, after his arrest, Fritzl claimed that his behavior towards his daughter did not constitute rape but was consensual he said that he quote unquote always knew during the whole 24 years that what I was doing was not right that I must have been crazy to do such a thing yet it became a normal occurrence to lead a second life in the basement of my house Like what the fuck what the fuck are you talking about like shut the fuck up Regarding his treatment on Elizabeth and the children in the cellar, he explained that he brought flowers for Elizabeth and books and toys for the children into the bunker, as he called it, like, he called it the bunker. And he often watched videos with the children and ate meals with Elizabeth and the children. They had, like, a normal family life, but underground. Like, like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just can't believe what I'm reading. So Fritzel decided to imprison Elizabeth after she, quote unquote, did not agree to any rules anymore, and she, when she became a teenager, and that's why he had to do something. Uh, quote unquote, I had to create a place where I could keep Elizabeth by force, if necessary, away from the outside world. Well, yes. You did just that. He ju- he suggested that the emphasis on discipline in the Nazi era, during which he grew up until the age of 10, might have influenced his views about decency and good behavior. So yeah, blame it on Hitler. <laughs> the forensic, the forensic psychiatrist um, diagnosed Fritzl as having a quote-unquote severe combined personality disorder, which included borderline schizotypical... Schiz- schizotypal and schizoid personalities and a sexual disorder and recommended that Fritzl receive psychiatric care for the rest of his life. Later reports have revealed Fritzl's premeditated plan to lock his daughter up, uh, not for discipline but for his own gratification Okay, will this fucking sirens will pass already? What's happening? What's burning? Who killed who? So after they promised her that she would not have to see her father ever again, Elizabeth Fritzl gave videotape testimony before Austrian prosecutors and investigators, and it lasted 11 hours. And they played this testimony on a trial, and she was present in the courtroom, uh, but she had a wig. So he doesn't recognize her, but he recognized her and he started crying and asking her to forgive him. Like, just shut the fuck up. On November thirtieth, two 2008, authorities in Australia released an indictment against Joseph Fritzl. He stood trial for the murder of the infant Michael, who died shortly after birth, and faced between 10 years and life imprisonment. And he was also charged with rape, incest, kidnapping, false imprisonment and slavery, which carry a maximum 20-year term. And he was convicted <laughs> for 18 years. He was basically convicted at um, 20 years, but he um, be liable for parole at 24. So he took 24 years of her life and he got less than 20 years, which is ridiculous, ridiculous. Elizabeth and her children were reunited, like ones from the upstairs and ones from the downstairs. Um, They were reunited and they tried to start a new life as much as they could. They have a social worker who daily visits them and um, she said that they are afraid of doors. I mean, duh. They even uh, take them off frames at night because they are really terrified of doors and closed spaces. And her mother also lived with them for some time. And Joseph in the meantime started studying law and tried to sue her for defamation. And he sent her letters with demands of money. But she refused to accept the letters so she didn't even read them. And that's the story about the fucking person, Joseph Ritzel, his wife, who didn't know anything, and their poor daughter, Elizabeth, who was imprisoned for 24 years and had been raped almost every other day by her father and had seven children with with him. And that's it. Did you gasp? I know you gasped. I gasped. I gasped. I gasped even now when I was reading this and I wrote this. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the story. Um, If you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, you can do that at uh, freakedoutpodcast, or you can follow on Twitter at freakedpodcast, or you can follow me everywhere at Fabian Adams, but instead of a B, it's a 6. So, faye 6 Adams. if you choose to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash freakedoutpodcast, and that would be the story for today. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Make good choices, as Bailey would say, and that's why we drink. (laughs) I should stop doing this, honestly. Um, Okay, bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.